Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with Peggy Hoyt. Our goal is to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. For more information about creating a legacy for your pet or to listen to archive shows, visit AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Join your host, author, estate planning attorney, and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Brian, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of getting a pet trust for their loved pet. We also provide trustee services, and you can learn more at actforpets.org, A-C-T, the number four, pets.org. Today, it's my pleasure to welcome to the show our guest, Jody Teich. She is the hound healer. And let me tell you a little bit about Jody after she says hi. Hi, Jody. Hi, how are you, Peggy? I'm so good. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, we're looking forward to all the things that you're going to share about um, being the hound healer. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about Jody. Jody Teich is a natural pet wellness expert and coach. She helps her clients learn natural ways to address conditions in their pets and their overall health so that they can live longer, healthier lives. Jody is a certified pet homeopathic educator, also teaching about good nutrition and healing modalities off the radar for many that have been reversing and curing dis-ease for years. Her podcast, known as The Hound Healer, is available on Pet Life Radio and all major platforms. And if you visit our podcast as well as our blog, you can book a free consultation with Jody by clicking the link. And uh, here Jody is to tell us all about what we need to know about wellness and our pets. Surrender appointments, microchipping inquiries, and lost pet notifications getting overwhelming for you and your organization? Let Dubert.com help you manage and organize them with their new innovative companion case management module. With CCM on your side, you will never miss another appointment, forget to respond to inquiries, or have a visual on your notifications. It allows you to create cases and categorize them by type. You can also add the status of each case along with many other helpful features. Check it out and learn more at www.dubert.com to get started today. Well, first of all, thank you very much for that introduction, Peggy. Really, I look at it as a mission. It is my passion, just like it's your passion to talk about pets. I want to educate pet parents and help empower them so they can be in the driver's seat of their pet's health. Um, Vets are important, and there is absolutely a time and a place to go to the vet. And there are many times when we can heal at home. If we just have some knowledge, some tools in our toolkit and someone who can help guide us. So that is really why I'm here. And I talk to my pet parents about everything from good nutrition, what that looks like, 
to healing certain um, imbalances in in the system, because really all symptoms, whether it's a gut issue or a skin issue or a chronic ear infection, et cetera, they're all reflections of imbalances in the system, in the body. And those symptoms are just the body's way of telling you something is imbalanced in there, like red lights on the dashboard of, of a car, right? Yeah, that makes so sense. that yeah, that is my purpose. And I'm so excited to share it uh, here on your show with pet parents listening. And what did you do, Jody, before you became a pet wellness expert and coach? Oh, gosh, that's a bit of a long and winding road. Um, I was always super, super passionate about animals. Um, I was the little girl who brought kittens home and put them in the family car in the garage until I had the courage only, you know, within a couple of hours, not overnight to tell my mom or dad that they were there and plead with them to keep them. Um, and so I always had a tremendous love of pets and pretty early on in my twenties, uh, discovered and, you know, about, and that I had a passion for natural medicine, um, so putting those two together is, is really a dream. But before I came to that place, um, I did things to help raise my daughter as a single mom. So I trained, uh, you know, right out of college as a publicist in the entertainment industry. And I, within a short time, had my own company and called JLM PR. I was then known as Jody Miller. And um, I had that for 25 years and raised my daughter, put food on the table, roof over our heads in New York City, and worked some very, very exciting once in a lifetime projects that were really cool. Um, and then eventually I sort of morphed into working with animals, but through sort of a design route and started designing uh, coats for my new puppy, Sophie. This was 12 years ago. And um, people kept stopping me on the streets of New York City. And so I decided to see whether there would be interest in creating these coats because I always loved fashion. I studied how to get do patterns and sew on a sewing machine. I didn't know how to sew, I had to learn um, and started doing that and named it after my little Sophie, Couture by Sophie and did that for a little bit and, you know, made some beautiful coats that we still have. And, um, and then decided to really go more back into my comfort zone of blogging and interviewing and doing things around pets, fashion and rescue, which I'm very, very passionate about. And that was Bark and Swagger. And Bark and Swagger still is, is in existence. And as a matter of fact, Peggy, you're going to be coming on my podcast, Bark and Swagger, uh, very shortly. And I really bring to my audience's attention, um, designers, you know, pet fashion designers, rescue heroes, authors about rescue, um, and just generally beautiful things that, you know, allow you to live stylishly with your pet and, and know more and do more in the rescue space. 
And then, you know, that alongside with my healing work, because you know what? In order to be stylish and live stylishly, you need to feel good. And if you're not healthy, you can't feel your best. The health is sort of the pillar of everything. So, so it's not true that it's not how you feel. It's how you look, right? <laughs> right. The Saturday Night Live skit. I remember that. Um, yeah, well, that's a lot of fun to live, but it's not the truth when you're actually living. So, yes, it is not the truth. You really need to feel good to truly look good. So that is part of my mission too. We want our babies to have vibrant, good health and to live as long as possible. So yes. Well, I love the motto, live style, living stylishly with your pets. Yes. That's, that's very Live cool. stylishly is the bark and swagger tagline. Okay. <laughs> um, how did you become known as the hound healer? Um, I was always talking about things that I had learned about nutrition, about homeopathy. I started studying homeopathy 33 years ago um, and raised my daughter with it and, um, you know, used it on myself and friends and other family members and uh, had tremendous success with it over the years. As a matter of fact, when my daughter was four, um, my mom and, and Morgan and I went to Florida for a vacation. And within a day, Morgan came down with a raging ear infection. And um, I was still relatively new to homeopathy, maybe a year in. And so, you know, I, I, I took her to the doctor. Um, I got the antibiotic liquid. I put it in the refrigerator just to be responsible. And I called up my homeopath. And we talked and went through her symptoms and we chose a remedy. And my mom and I were up with Morgan all night. We gave her the remedy. And when, you know, dawn broke, her fever broke. And by midday, uh, she was back to being a rambunctious four-year-old. And the coolest part about that is, number one, I never had to use the antibiotic. But number two partially because I never had to use the antibiotic. It is now, she's now 36 and she's never gotten another ear infection. Whereas my nephews, her cousins, went through their childhood with the, you know, cycle of ear infection, antibiotics, ear infection, antibiotics, tubes in the ears, et cetera, and so forth. And uh, Morgan never had to, had to experience that. So it is one of many, 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 many testaments to the power of homeopathy uh, to heal and to cure for good. Um, so between homeopathy and nutrition and other tricks and tips that I learned along the way, I was telling people and people started coming to me asking me about, you know, what do I think I could do for this for my pet or for that for them? And um, and so eventually, when I decided to marry my passions of natural medicine and pets for a business to be a coach, um, I feel like I was just putting a frame around something I had been doing for many, many years already. 
That's great. So did you did you name yourself the hound healer, though, or did somebody else give you that moniker? I, I figured out the name, you know, it's okay. my public, it's my publicist. You can, you can take, you know, publicity, me out of publicity, but you can't take the publicity out of me. Right. <laughs> so, of course. Yeah. I, I came up with that name. Well, and now you, um, you may be doing some rebranding for the new year to expand your scope. Do you want yeah. to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, I am in the process of being certified getting certified as a human health coach so that I can help pets and their people because much of what I teach pet parents for their pets originated for humans and so applies to the family. Um, so the hound healer is limiting in that regard. And I also help pets that, I mean, pet parents that have cats. Um, and so the hound healer doesn't tell the whole story there either. It's catchy, but it, it doesn't tell the whole story of what I, I do. So I am going to be focusing more on my name um, as a personal brand to be a coach, a health coach for pets and their people. Yes. Okay. And yeah. what about us horse owners? Are you going to expand into horses as well? Maybe eventually uh, the homeopathy that I do for, you know, I help pet parents for dogs, cats, and themselves applies to horses as well. Okay. Excellent. It's across the board. Yes. So if you were going to share with us today, your basic tenets of good health, what would those mm -hmm. be? Okay. Uh, the foundation of the house is nutrition for us and them. And I find that so many pet parents, you know, we love our babies and want to do the best for them. But a lot of pet parents just don't know and are bombarded by so much information online, much of which is conflicting information, that it's like trying to drink from a fire hose. Um, I have a food vitality pyramid and dry food is at the very bottom kibble. It is sadly like feeding your animal McDonald's for every meal. And over time can create tremendous health challenges in pets. Uh, dehydration, constant dehydration being one uh, that creates its own set of symptoms, but others as well. So, you know, my tip for pet parents is try and get as close to raw as possible because that is what your dogs and cats um, historically ate. And while we domesticated them, what does that really mean? It means they live in our house. They have a comfy bed to sleep on if they're not sleeping with us in our own beds. They sometimes are dressed up by their pet parents. They come with us places. They are loved and treated like our children. Um, but their digestive systems haven't changed all that much since the wolves. So raw diets, that's what they do. They killed and ate the entire being, the hair, the skin, everything, and the bones. And everything gave them the vitamins and minerals that they need. So that is my one foundational tip to pet parents is try and get as close to raw as possible and a very varied diet 
You want at least seven different kinds of meats so they don't get used to just one or two because over time that can create an allergy. Um, and that you have raw meaty bones, whether they're ground into, you know, uh, 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 muscle meat and organ meat mash, or whether you give them a raw meaty bone to gnaw on one afternoon on a towel. Um, not only does it have amazing vitamins and minerals, but it cleans their teeth and massages their gums. My 12 and a half year old Sophie just had a vet checkup and he said, oh my God, she's got like no tartar. And she is a, she's a Portuguese pedango, but they have a lot of different terriers in them. So they are known for having tartar buildup. So food is the foundation of the house. I would learn a natural healing modality whether it's from someone like me or someone else. Um, and I would find a holistic or homeopathic veterinarian that does not have to be in your backyard. One of the beautiful things about homeopathy is because it's symptom-based, telehealth is very much aligned with homeopathy. The vet does not have to see your animal in their office to be effective for your animal. So learn some healing modality, and there are many. Um, the other is learn about vaccinations and what they really do. Don't necessarily take your vet's word for it that your pet needs another rabies vaccination, vaccination after a year, after three years. The titers last, the immunity lasts for many years. Remember that while your vet may be a very kind-hearted person, they are in business and pharmaceuticals, including vaccinations, are big business, as are uh, age-related foods and condition-related foods i.e. IBD foods, senior foods, puppy foods. All of that is a bunch of great marketing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't apply in real life. So those are, and also, you know, be aware of ways you can offload toxicity for your animals so that their bodies can be freed up to heal because we live in a, a world that has a lot of toxicity in it. And both us and our pets uh, have a hard time without help offloading that toxicity so that our bodies can be freed up to do what we're designed to do, which is heal. Do you have a tip for how people could offload some toxicity? I do. Um, first of all, diet is critical. So we go back to the nutrition pillar, right? Another is um, incorporating into your pet's food certain vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, which are great at like broccoli and kale and things like that, which are great uh, cancer fighting vegetables and also help as antioxidants um, to make sure that you have enough omega-3s in their diet. And then there's a product that I absolutely love that has been found by scientists to be the most powerful antioxidant that we know of on the planet. And it's called carbon 60. And most people don't know about it. 
Um, I actually will leave a link in, in the chat for you, Peggy, if you want to share it with your listeners, because there is carbon 60 supplements for humans, as well as for uh, dogs, cats, and horses. And um, I found after five days of starting my Sophie on it, she used to have skin issues. She was a licker, biter, scratcher. Um, and sometimes she would make herself bleed and have welts. It was terrible. I got her 75% there with homeopathy. And the last 25% was handled by carbon 60 in five days. Wow. Coupled with that, she started jumping around with the energy and vitality, like frequency of a puppy. Oh, good. Yeah. That makes you happy. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. So what else do you want to say about vaccinations and what we should be aware of as pet parents? What I'd like to share is the combination vaccines that they get as puppies first, which is your uh, DHPP, your distemper, your parvo, uh, that combo. That lasts a lifetime. You never have to give that again. And you're not required by law to give it. So just politely say no when your vet tells you that your dog is due for another DHPP. Leptospirosis can be a very dangerous vaccine. Learn whether it's even an issue where you live. Really, dogs pick it up from standing water that's contaminated at certain times of year when this spirochete um, bacteria is living. When it gets too cold, they can't survive. So learn whether leptospirosis is even an issue in your area. If it is an issue, build their immune system. When an animal's immune system is strong with a good diet, lots of love and happy times, and managing stress, if they happen to be anxious animals, holistically, their bodies are going to be far less apt to pick anything up. And I'm talking fleas, ticks, anything. Um, with rabies, rabies lasts far longer than three years. So if your vet is telling you you need to get another rabies vaccination after a year, after three years, opt for a tighter test. Most vet practices will give tighter tests. Uh, if it's, they generally charge more for it. But if you find that it's prohibitive, please through Peggy, reach out to me and I will give you links to where you can get tighter tests less expensively. And if your animal has above 0.5 of the uh, antibodies, he or she is fine, totally fine and immune. So be very, very careful because rabies vaccines have done everything from create intestinal issues, skin issues, epilepsy, uh, rear end um, uh, paralysis, uh, and all sorts of terrible diseases and even death in certain animals. And it's not always immediate. Sometimes 
if you're very observant, you'll notice symptoms appear one to two months after your dog's been vaccinated. So be very discerning about getting vaccines. What, what do you want to say about, um, and, and this is not something we talk about often on any of the shows, but um, like flea medications or heartworm medications, I tend to be that person that falls into the category of, I feel like I'm poisoning my dogs every month, giving them these medications. And, I, and I'm not sure they even do what they're intended to do. It's hard to get going on donations for your rescue work, so Team Dubert decided to fix that. Introducing Dubert Forward, where shoppers can buy the same pet food and products as other sites, but Dubert will donate 5% of their order back to your organization to support your rescue work. That's right, Dubert is paying 100 times more than Amazon Smile, and there's no catch or limit to the number of orders. If someone spends $100 and designates your organization as the beneficiary, Dubert will send $5 to your organization versus the 50 cents that Amazon would donate for the same purchase. Now your fosters, adopters, and donors can shop for their regular pet supplies on Dubert and know they are supporting your organization with regular funding. Learn more at dubert.com and get started today. I hate to say this, but it is poisoning our animals because literally what's the active ingredient in these flea and tick meds is pesticide. So you are giving your animal pesticide every month and over time, coupled with all of the other toxins that their bodies are absorbing, and especially if they're not on the best diet, you're going to have a perfect storm where the immune system just can't handle it anymore and something's got to give. Um, there are so many wonderful alternatives on the market that are do no harm ways to uh, uh, ward off fleas and ticks. Um, the immune system being strong is number one. I, during flea and tick season, um, and I used to live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for six and a half years. So that's 12 months a year of flea and tick season. And it's always hot and humid. Uh, so it's like crazy proportions of, of fleas in my area. Um, I I give my, my dogs... Um, part of a clove of organic raw garlic, finely chopped and mixed into their food every, every day, once a day. Uh, that is a great tool to have through food that not only makes your dog's body unattractive to biting insects. And when I say biting insects, that you're not just talking about only fleas and ticks, you're talking about biting insects that transmit parvo, uh, you know, heartworm, um, so raw garlic is great. And if you read online that it's toxic to dogs, uh, the quantity of garlic that your dog would have to ingest in order for it to cause a problem is so far and above what you would give in a third or a half of a clove of garlic once a day. So don't worry about that. Um, garlic is very toxic to cats. Do not give garlic to cats. 
There is a product called Heartworm Free, HWT, HWF, that is made by a company called Amber Naturals. That's also a great product for dogs um, to help ward off fleas and ticks. Um, uh, Dr. Bob Goldstein's company, Earth, Earth Animal, makes some good products for that. Um, what else can I tell you about fleas and ticks? Oh, there's a, there's a spray by a company called Cedarside. Cedarside was the first company to create a flea and tick repellent, um, for animals that was safe from cedar oil and it's for dogs and cats. Always test it on a little bit of your animal to make sure that they're not sensitive to it. Either they hate the smell or their skin is sensitive. Um, Wonderside is a company many, maybe many more people know. They literally came after Cedarside and took from what Cedarside, the groundwork that they had laid and, and did their own thing. Um, and God bless them because we need these do no harm products. So I use that. And it works. And it not only works on my animals' bodies, but it works by spray their bedding, the couch where they lay, my bed, wherever. It is a little bit greasy, but it doesn't stain that I've found thus far. So that's always that's good. good news. Yes. All right. So if we go to your website and tell us what the link is for your website. It is www.thehoundhealer.com. We can find out information related to you, to the services you provide, to the C60 that you mentioned. Correct. Also want you to tell us about um, something that we don't know, probably. What is an AO scanner? Oh, this is really exciting, Peggy. I'm really um, very excited to share it with you. So we're all made up of energy. Everything around us is made up of energy and everything, including us and our pets, are all vibrating at different frequencies. Every cell in our body or our pet's body, every organ, every muscle, every tissue, everything vibrates at its own frequency. And there's a lot of truth to be said that when we're feeling happy, really great, we're vibrating at a high frequency. When we're feeling really sad and low, we're vibrating at a low frequency. What the AO scanner is, is technology from Tesla and Einstein from back in the 1940s, two preeminent scientists and game changers in so many ways in our world. This technology over the decades, has been perfected and perfected. And in this scanner made by a company called Solex, there resides 120,000 frequencies. What this machine is able to do for us and our pets is scan the body, see where the frequencies in all the different systems in the body are at, at that moment in time, see the ones that are out of balance, 
How can they do it? How can it do that? Because those 120,000 frequencies are the optimal frequencies for those organs, cells, systems. So when it's out of balance, anything is out of balance, the machine is able to register that and send a frequency that coaxes that out of balance frequency of your pets or yours into balance. So as a result, you feel better, they feel better. And there are so many different kinds of scans. You can scan your vital organs. You can do a comprehensive scan that includes every chromosome, every artery and vein, uh, every one of your bones and your musculoskeletal system, and more. You can do something called an inner voice, which you speak into the machine for 10 seconds and it tells you your three highest and one lowest frequency, and then gives you four pieces of short pieces of music with the proper frequencies to rebalance you embedded in them, that when you listen to it, you feel better emotionally. And for every one of these scans, it gives you a report that tells you in detail what's going on in your system. So this is an amazing tool to head things off at the pass because it's not diagnostic. It's not like a chemical, like going to get a lab test or going to get an MRI or something like that. It is energy medicine. And so it's a snapshot of that moment in time where things were at with your pet's body or your body. And if you scan on a regular basis, you can start to see a picture and trends, and that can allow you to head things off at the past before they ever become a condition, illness, diagnosis. So that to me is powerful and allows you to really have so much more insight over and control over your health and your pet's health. Um, I have a client whose cat was really under the weather. She's very talkative. She's very good eater. She had lost her appetite. She stopped talking. So these were big warning signs, right? Red lights on the dashboard. Um, she, uh, I did one scan of Bobby and Bobby pranced out of the bedroom, chirping. She chirps and saying, mommy, where's my dinner? <laughs> so Heather, her mom is a fan. I bet. That's one of many, 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 many stories. How often do you recommend doing those scans? I normally will scan my animals maybe once a week. Okay. Um, and what I recommend to clients is the machine, like some other sophisticated technologies, the algorithms, if you do, let's say three scans in a row, day one, day two, day three, it will get start to get to know you. Um, so I recommend that. And then after that, just intermittently. But what I do recommend is while, yes, I'm happy to, to do a scan because I can scan someone from anywhere 
which is the other super cool thing, Peggy, because yeah, if you, cool. you don't have to be in the house with me or in the office with me, you can be my very first time I was scanned. My friend who had the scanner scanned me. She was in Texas. I was in Florida and I felt it. It's if you can picture your TV remote or turning a dial on a radio, you're tuning into a frequency based on the information you give me and the picture you give me of your pet or you. And I plug those into the system. And based on the frequencies embedded there, I am able, this machine is able to locate you. So while I'm happy to scan, what I really suggest is that people look into buying their own machine because it is not an exorbitantly expensive machine uh, for the value that you get from it very, very quickly. And for this powerful tool that you have in your health arsenal for you, your family, furry and not. Um, so yeah. Very cool. That's, and, that's something that I'm sure people are not familiar with in the healing world of pets. Yes. And but it's the future of medicine. Energy medicine is the future of medicine and it's already here. Uh, doctors are using the AO scanner in their practice. Um, certainly healing practitioners are using the AO scanner. Families more and more around the world are, are incorporating this into their own lives, you know, so that they can have control over when they scan, how much they scan. And, uh, and you'll see as time goes on that energy medicine is where we're headed because we are all made up of energy. So it makes total sense that to balance that unbalanced energy is going to make us feel better. Homeopathy is energy medicine as well. Absolutely. That is all good news. All right. So tell us, this is probably my last question, but tell us what is the happiness protocol? Okay. So the happiness protocol is a phrase that was coined by Dr. Jeff Feynman. Dr. Jeff is a wonderful holistic veterinarian. He is on a platform called Holistic Actions that I highly recommend. And I'll actually include a link for anyone interested in uh, joining that platform because you have a wealth of information on there as well as Holistic Vets. Um, and what it means in a nutshell is because we are all energy and because when we or our pets are happy and vibrating at that higher frequency, our bodies are nourished by that. Our immune systems are strengthened by that, just as the flip side is true. So if you do more of what your pet loves, Whatever that is, whether it's spending time snuggling with you, where you're really focused on them, or whether it's fetching a ball, doing a treat puzzle, going to the dog park, whatever it is that makes them happy, happy, that is going to strengthen their immune system and make them healthier. And it is an important piece of a big picture healing protocol holistic healing protocol for your animals. 
my dogs might just want to lay in my bed and sleep all day. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats their boat. <laughs> it's hard to get them up in the morning sometimes. Oh. Well, what would you leave us with today? You've shared so much good information with us, but what would you leave us with? I would leave you with uh, two quick things. One is be a detective for your animal. You know them better than anyone. Notice everything and keep a journal because it's going to be very helpful. It may be helpful for your vet, a conventional vet, but it will definitely be helpful for a holistic or homeopathic vet. And for you, when you want to look back and see when something developed and when you got a vaccination for your animal and see if there are correlations of anything. And the other is look into if you are feeding dry food or canned food or free or dehydrated food, look into uh, feeding raw because I guarantee that you'll notice a difference pretty quickly. And what you might find, like some of my students have found, is that maybe some chronic conditions that your pet has had will clear up on their own because they now have better nutrition. So what we feed them, just like what we feed ourselves matters. And there's no dry food, no matter how fancy the package is or how much you paid for it. That's all marketing. There's no dry food that is healthy food for your animal. Okay. Those are good words of wisdom. And you heard it here from the hound healer, also known as Jody, Jody Teich, the hound thank healer. You, thank you. Thank, thank you, so you for being with us today. We really appreciate it. And Thanks thank so you to our time. listeners for joining us each and every week here on All My Children Wear Fur Coats. And you know my personal philosophy. It is until there are none, please adopt one and protect your pets with a pet trust. Until next time, happy tales. Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet. We want to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. Get more information about creating a legacy for your pet at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Buy a copy of All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet on Amazon. Join our email list or make a donation. Pet professionals and advisors are invited to join our trusted advisor network. Until next time, happy tales!